That's most listened to talk radio network, voiceamerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. And thank you, thank you, thank you for the great support and of this listening audience. Tremendous. I, I, I'm telling you, we've been so excited about how the show has taken off and the support we've received. And I know that's because of all of my really faithful, great listeners on this show. As you know, it is heard all throughout the world with a heavy concentration in the United States. But wherever you are, your support is really appreciated. I also want to say a special thanks and hello to the CEO of AAPD, Andy Imperato, and let him know how honored I am to be joining that national board. Andy is such a great leader, uh, really doing a great job. And if you're a person with a disability and you aren't a member of AAPD, I would encourage you to do that and go to aap.com. It's a cross-disability organization that helps people with over 100,000 members. Uh, just a great group, and I'm proud to be involved. But I'm really most excited about our guest today because talk about positive people and really tremendous individuals. We have on our show today the superstar, especially for all you Pittsburgh listeners, I know you'll agree it's an honor to have the superstar record leader from the National Football League and former Pittsburgh Steeler, Merrill Hodge, with his brother, Marty, who also is an athlete and very successful entrepreneur and a person who has supported a lot of the work with the Caring Foundation also through that golf tournament, Merrill and Marty Hodge. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Well, it's good to be with you, Joyce, again. Always like to be with you. Yeah, thanks, Joyce. Glad to be here. Well, Meryl, uh, you know, it's always wonderful to have you on here, but I have to just mention to all of our listeners throughout the world, especially to all people with disabilities listening to this show, here, here's an individual who is, you know, world famous, superstar on ESPN, done all of these things, and yet, he's always the most down-to-earth, caring person, has not forgot about people with disabilities, never has hesitated being on this show, and really gives back. And to me, Meryl, that's the part that makes you a true champion. But I know we have a lot of your loyal fans listening, so maybe you could first tell us, Meryl, what you're doing now on ESPN. Well, Joyce, I'm going to be doing pretty much the same thing I did last year. You know, we continue to... Um you know, kind of change the dynamics of how tele- how football is viewed on television with our, our EA Sports matchup show because we use the coaches tape. We're um, one of the we're only one of two shows that actually get the coaches tape, and we're the only show that watches it. You know, all week, and then we base our our previous uh, week's show based on the tape that we have seen and work with Ron Jaworski and Sal Palantonio, and uh, it's a one of the show that is it's gaining great ground as far as um, um, viewers, viewership because of the extraordinary things that you get there. I mean, we have the internet now, USA Today, all these paper outlets and all the internet on that you have, but 
we take you down inside a room as just like I did when I played, just like they're doing right now. It's the exact same thing. The coaches look at and evaluate teams as they get ready to play. So I'll be doing that along with NFL Live, and then I do a new show this year. Well, we actually started last year, but a Football Friday that airs on ESPN News Friday night. So we'll be doing those three things, and that will keep me busy throughout the football season. Wow. Yeah, you are really involved. And what we'll do for all of our listeners is, Meryl, you can send me an email so we can post all of that to our website uh, so people know how to follow you and what you're doing. Yeah, you know, actually, that would be the best way because our in our times, we have consistent times, you know, our, our matchup shows at 8.30 in the morning on Sunday, but, you know, Friday and Saturday it airs as well as other shows. And to be able to see it will be much easier to remember than run, ripping off a bunch of times and ESPNs and ESPN2s. You get dis- you get di- um, overloaded with that, boy, you'll never remember anything. Well, Meryl, I don't know what this means, but, you know, whenever we announced nationally you were going to be on the show, Somehow they tried to block this show in Cleveland and Dallas. Really? Hmm, <laughs> interesting. That's their loss choice. That's their loss. <laughs> and to all of our listeners in Cleveland and Dallas, you know we're just kidding you. Yeah, yeah. We, listen, we love I was just in Cleveland. That's like the Cleveland Clinic. You talk about, you know, special needs and, you know, trying to pioneer things and working relationships. Um you know, the Cleveland Clinic, I met with them based on a, a book that I am I'm striving to write. And I will tell you, George, the, the numerous opportunities as we met with them, how we could help each other really in helping people with all kinds of disabilities and health issues and questions and kind of empowering them and educating them. So there's a lot of great things to come from that end. So uh, I'll be a lot, I'll spend a lot of time in Cleveland, more than I did as a player. Wow. Well, and I'm sure that they will now be able to welcome you with open arms as they did, could not before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know we love you in Cleveland. I have a lot of listeners from Cleveland. I always tell them, you are our favorite rival. Well, yeah, you're right. Well, actually, I was there with a lot of Cleveland fans. And I said, you got to be honest. That, yes, we did not suffer, meaning the Pittsburgh Steeler fan, the Pittsburgh Steeler community area, I mean, across the country, like you did when the Cleveland Browns were taken out of Cleveland, when Art Mordell left. Right. We were the second most miserable people on the planet because we we love to hate you and you love to hate us and that no longer existed that rivalry was what i looked for in fact when i got our schedule came out i would pull open the schedule and i would look for two dates and it wasn't monday night games it wasn't sunday night games it wasn't ever you played on thanksgiving when did we play cleveland that's what i looked for yeah that's what we all like that's what we all look for you know what though truthfully that is a fact when they changed all this with the browns the fans in Pittsburgh were so upset oh, with yeah. the owner. And, and that's because this is our rival. You know, how dare you do that? This is our <laughs> rival. Um, uh, it's so close. It's what everybody looks forward to all year. Yes. Yep, that's right. And uh, and also we have as a guest on our show today, Marty. And, Marty, I noticed that you also had a college football scholarship. Is that correct? Yeah, key, key word here is, is limited. <laughs> I wasn't the superstar that Merrill was in football, although I didn't. Not from lack of effort. Not from lack of effort. <laughs> I don't know, George. Let me tell you what. I, I, I compare Marty to um, Bubby when you talk about energy and motivation and a guy that teammates love to play for because he just – I mean, even though he was a quarterback, he wasn't – he was tough. You know, I mean, he took his. He'd do anything. In fact, Marty and I, I, I didn't have enough told you this, George. All the running backs got hurt when we were at Idaho State together, but me. 
but we needed we had two back systems, so they took Marty from the quarterback position, and he played running back one game for me. It was actually one of the greatest games I ever played in because he and I got to play together, and it was one of the it was a game I I will always remember and love the most about my college career. Oh, that was that, awesome! That was, yeah, it was a fun game. It really was a fun game. Matter of fact, it was one of Maryland. We played on football teams uh, in a various you know in various occasions, but we really never had a chance to be on the field together. And it was a great opportunity for me because it was uh, one of those times where Merrill was setting one of his many records at the Idaho State, and I just have to lead him across the, the end zone on one. I think I even missed my block, but I still got the, the accolades he did for block, and they rang a big bell in the dome. I almost felt like I was important for a day, but it was a great day. Well, and, and where did you, you – you played for them for how long? You know, I played for Idaho State for two seasons, and uh, like I say, it was very limited. I didn't have a – uh, a lot of opportunity to showcase my talent because I had a lot of other things on the back burner. You know, I was uh, I married at a young age and I had a, a lot of things going on, so I didn't really get a focus on me myself. I had other things I had to take care of. But uh, for what it's worth, it was a great time in my life. I, I enjoyed the time I got to play, and now it's uh, it was looking forward to bigger and better things in the future. Well, that's right. There's always a plan for how things yeah. work out. There's Absolutely. always a plan. But I'm sure you must have enjoyed uh, the time that you did do that. Boy, you must have a very athletic family. We've been fortunate. We have been very fortunate. You know, I, I don't you know, know if it's a gene pool or just hard work. <laughs> yeah, we have a little brother, Chris, actually, who's bigger than both of us. And he's like 6'5", about um, 240, 235. But he was a man among boys in high school. I mean, he was recruited all over the country as a quarterback. I mean, he was, you know, like we hear blue chippers, really elite guys. He was like that in basketball, too. He was... He just, you know, we Mark, we lost our mom um, when he was a junior. I want to say sophomore in high yeah. school, and it really so, devastated yeah. him. I don't think he ever recovered from that. So, you know, we do talk about a lot of disabilities, and you know, you know, Charlie's Lavalley and our caring place, and trying to help families who have suffered those kind of losses. But you know, I guess that was that's what empowers me, Joyce. Is you know, there's so many great needs out there and, and great people that you know, unfortunate circumstances come their way that. You know, sometimes I just need a little bit, you know, a little help and, you know, a little inspiration, a little motivation. And, you know, that's what moves us and, and gives us great joy to be able to help those people. Because mm-hmm. we've needed it along the way, too, and we've gotten it. So Absolutely. I'd like to be able to give that back. And for all of you listeners, Merrill Hodge was chairman, has been chairman of the board of the Caring Foundation. <clears throat> Originally, this was connected with Mr. Rogers, who had passed away a couple years yes. ago. Um, but, you know, here now we have a grieving center for children who le- lose their parents. Mm-hmm. And Charlie LaValle, who is the executive director, is just an angel. This man is wonderful. He's a, just a saint. He's the head of the Caring Place, and this is affiliated and connected to Highmark, um, and it really is a great organization. You have been involved for several years, haven't you, Merrill? Yeah, almost 20 years, actually. You know, I started when I was about my second year in the NFL, as kind of like a caring team captain. You know, and one thing, Joyce, I think that people I think would like to hear is, you know, Highmark, Blue Cross Blue Shield, we're affiliated with, but they match dollar for dollar any fund, that anything that's donated our way. You know, so hey, if you donate a dollar, that's $2. You donate 100000 there's 200000 So, you know, it's been a great partnership and friendship. And it has, um, I think people always will tend to give more. First of all, if the cause is worthy and it's charitable, which this is, and there's a great need for it. But when you know somebody else is, believes in it as well and will support your donation. So I always, you know, respect what they do. But you, know, you mentioned Charlie. There's there's a man that's very – I mean, I've never met a man like that. I mean, 
He gives a shirt off his back to any person that is in need. He is. He, he, I've never met a man like him either. That's why I told him, uh, hopefully, if, if, you know, I enter the pearly gates, I won't be surprised if he's standing there as an angel and said, see, I fooled you all the time. <laughs> I mean, he is just a wonderful person. I want to mention one other thing for our listeners. Remember, Highmark that we're talking about that matches this, Highmark was the very first company to believe in me when I started vendor consulting services. And, and from every CEO, from Bill Lowry to John Ross to Ken Milani, yeah. they have all stood behind me on the competitive employment of Americans with disabilities. Really, if it weren't for Highmark, there wouldn't be a vendor consulting services. And I, you know, here we are today in 13 states and two provinces of Canada hiring people with disabilities. And when we get back, we'll talk more to our favorite star, superstar, Merrill Hodge, his brother Marty Hodge, who's going to tell us in a little bit how he can help people with disabilities. You're listening to Joyce Bender on The Voice of VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Have you put down the morning paper in disgust because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Rice-Scott-Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about women on the move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media, like how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. The Ember Rice Got Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. 
We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation. So join us for the Ember Rice Scott Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back to the show. And we're talking to Merrill Hodge, former Pittsburgh Steeler and now sports analyst on ESPN, and his brother, Marty Hodge, who is an entrepreneur and will be talking to us about a new product, he has for people with disabilities in a few minutes. But before we get to that, I wanted to ask both of you a question. You know, I think there's no doubt about it, Meryl. I've never met anyone as determined and focused as you are because, you know, you have endured uh, obstacles, including a disability such as cancer, and, and overcame this in such a fashion that is just unbelievable. Uh, and I know, Marty, from from the conversations I've had with you and from talking to Meryl, you too are a very high-energy driven person. So I have to ask both of you, what the heck was it like growing up in the Hodge household? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I don't want to – this is uh, – I guess i got to say this because um, I, don't, I don't mean this lightly, but my mom used to always say, you boys are going to put me in the grave early. She would say that every day, and I'm like, I'm just like, uh, you know, so I don't know if that's what it was like, but, you know, we have four boys, so um, there was a lot of things that were, uh, there's nothing off limits, Joyce, there's a lot of energy, you know, just to probably give you a, a microcosm of what it was, my, my little brother we mentioned a little bit ago, we ended up being bigger than us, we used to talk him into wearing a football helmet, and Marty and I would practice being all Lee on him. So oh. <laughs> we, uh, that kind of gives you a description of what it was like in our house. <laughs> and what, how about you, Marty? Which you know, it, it's scary because uh, Joyce. It's it's funny because we the level of competition was always there, but it was kind of one of those things we always want each other to get better. And with putting the the, the helmet on our younger brother was was our choice of. Uh, making him a better athlete for what it's worth. But uh, he always took the hits uh, and got up a swinging. So, I mean, uh, Merrill and I was always really, really close because we were, you know, just a year apart. So we, we kind of were on the same venue. So we, we did the same things pretty much all the time. We were about the same size. We not only dressed alike as kids, but uh, we acted quite similarly also. We, had, we both have different personalities, of course. But Merrill was always very, very, very self self-driven. I mean, I could get derailed pretty easily because I like to have a little bit more fun. If we, when Merrill was in high school, for example, I mean, if there was something to go out and have fun with your friends, and you'd find Merrill at the football field running stairs uh, with nobody else by himself. He's just so self-determined. I used to think he was absolutely nuts, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd sit and watch him. I'd tell him I'd, I'd come and help him and, and run with him, but about ten minutes into it, I'd look at him and say, man, you are, you are off your rocker. I, I'm going and having some fun because and that's where he's at today. I mean, that's what kind of a person he is. He doesn't like to finish second, you know, and, and he's the kind of person that will give 100% to anything, just like he's done with the Caring Foundation. I mean, if you ought to be to this golf tournament, it's an unbelievable tournament. They show up is better and better every year, 
it's just a great thing to be a part of it. And uh, like I said, it, it's, it's been very, very nice to see how he's grown up and matured because he, he's a fine example for us as his brothers. You, well, he's a fine example for all of us. And, Meryl, I, I just do love and respect you so much for everything you do to give back to the community um, and, and how wonderful you are to, to different groups, including people with disabilities. You mentioned before about your involvement with the Caring Place, but I, I wanted to also mention that you have a golf tournament for the Caring Place, correct? Yeah, we've um, this coming year, we just, uh, I think it was our 11th one just last year, so it'll be our 12th year annual golf tournament next, uh, next May, you know, and the event is special. You know, what makes it special, you know, obviously golf is golf, and you know, a lot of people come together, and a lot of celebrities. You know, Bill Cower has been terrific in the student organization. They basically shut down the whole place and let everybody come to the tournament, so they're there. But we have a family who has been to the caring place come speak at the end of the day. And I would tell you this, Joyce, you know, when you, if you ever wonder, well, where, what, what was this for? What, where'd my money go? You have no question after those people speak when they thank you, thank the people for all they've done that give them a place when when their life was turned upside down, when they lost their mother or their father, and they found hope. And when you hear that message, you have no doubt whether it was a dollar, a dollar, or twenty dollars, or two thousand, it was well, it was money well spent. And remember, again, listening to the show, the Caring Place in Pittsburgh, PA, uh, a part of Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, this organization, what they do is they're helping grieving children, young children that have lost parents or siblings, whatever it may be. You know, no one can imagine what that's like. Merrill and his family know because he lost his mother at such a young age. Uh, and it, it's so important to help these children. I, I just think that is uh, such a wonderful thing that you do. And I think you'd agree, Merrill, that if you go to Pittsburgh and you visit the Caring Place and walk through there and see that quilt, you'll probably never be the same. It's hard for me, you know, the quilt, just for people who don't know, is that, you know, when the family goes through the program, they get to put a portion of the quilt together, and it's kind of a memorial to their loved one. You know, they'll put, you know, whatever that person reminds them of, whatever they love, and they kind of put a little square together of that person. And after, over time, unfortunately, we create these big quilts, and we hang them on the wall. And... uh it's uh, it's a very therapeutic and it means a lot to the families to be able to do that and, and then come back uh, time after time and see them. Well, Meryl, I have to tell you that when you were on our show, I can't begin to tell you how many emails we received uh, and how many people called us who were cancer survivors yeah. that you had a tremendous impact on. And I'll bet you never would have believed in your lifetime, that not only would you have an impact on so many people, of course, who, who, who watch you and see how great of a champion you are in sports and have been, but how many people with cancer you have helped? Well, you know, Joyce, I, I um, no, I didn't, obviously, but what I have been empowered by is um, um, the stories that have come my way and the people I've met who and have in turn inspired me, you know, and can create and given me energy. I always love to hear those survivor stories. You know, I don't care if it's a day or a year or five years or ten years, but there is something empowering about, you know, hearing somebody, regardless of what type of cancer. Well, you know, 15 years ago I had blah, blah, blah. You know, five years ago I had blah, blah, blah. Fifteen years ago, 25 years ago, you know, seeing 
those people who have went beyond. You know, that, that empowers you and gives you the motivation, you know, and the desire and the willpower and, and the spirit and the, the moral and mental strength of, you know, I'm going to do it too. You know, you almost need that, uh, that target out there. So, you know, I've been empower, empowered and inspired by, you know, many people along the way. I've shared my story, but every story I share, I get 20 back. So I kind of get the better, better end of the deal, I think, at the end of the day. Well, Meryl and Marty, I already called Meryl. I had to call and tell him this, but an example of what he's talking about, and this is really impacting just a person with a disability, is I met a young man in Indianapolis who was a tremendous sports fan who's in a wheelchair. And when I first found this opportunity where I would be hiring him and he would be working for me as a computer professional um, in Indiana at WellPoint, he was you know, a little bit nervous, thinking about he had not been, you know, using his van before driving this far, and what would it be like, and what would would it be like at the beginning, you know, starting this job, and and I was so impressed with him, and I said at the end, I told him, well, you know, you love sports, and I know one person he mentioned he admired is you, Merrill. So I told him the Merrill Hodge story, find a way, find a way to get there. And I want to tell you, not only did he accept the job, but he's working there, and extremely successful, and his name is Brian. Merrill, if you want to give a word to him, I'm sure he's listening. Yeah, you know, I mean, see, those are the things I'm talking about. You know, you you share your story, and, you know, my life philosophy has always been, you know, find a way. Now, my way is much different than, than you know, everybody else's way, but, you know, somehow we resonate, you know, certain things resonate within us. Um we're inspired in a variety of ways, and sometimes we never know when that inspiration is going to come. You know, but um, we hear a story about Brian and how he, you know, reset his boundaries. I guess that's the best way I have found how my life philosophy has helped me. is It's forced me, or challenged me, it's a better word, to expand my boundaries when I'm faced with certain obstacles. As a young kid, I used to always use it as, you know, that's what, as a goal setter. You know, I expand my boundaries, and then I go get it. You know, but to hear that, you know, Brian has expanded his boundaries and he's found a way and, and he's now doing something that initially he thought he couldn't, I think it resonates in all of us to re reevaluate ourselves and go, yeah, have I set my boundaries too narrow, you know? Maybe if I start asking myself, you know, you know, what does it take and, and what do I need to do? And, you know, i got to find a way to do it. Once I find a way, I get that path that I need to go for it. So it, it, it resonates in me when I hear those and empowers me, and I'm grateful that, you know, Brian did that because there's nothing greater than when you first face something and went, whoa, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. And then you do it. You find a way to do it. There's something very empowering and personal about that. Yes, there is, and he's doing a great job. Uh, but that's the impact you're having, Meryl, on people you don't even know about. And, you know, Marty, your brother has this tremendous philosophy. I tell everyone. You know what Meryl would say, find a way. And when we come back from this break, Marty, I would like you to tell all of our listeners how they can find a way by using this wonderful new product you have. Don't go away because we've got exciting news for all of you. This is Joyce Bender. You're listening to The Voice of VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. the world together. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com.
At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in 10 Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Make Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dog. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back. We're talking to Meryl Hodge, who is former Pittsburgh Steelers superstar and now ESPN football analyst, and his brother Marty, who is an entrepreneur, and is going to tell us right now about how he can help Americans with disabilities find a way to compete with others. Go ahead. The nice thing about this, Joyce, is, is this product is portable. It's completely portable. I mean, it's, it's made in a way that, uh, and it's kind of unique that it goes in line with, with Merrill's Find a Way because of the fact that we've leveled the playing field for everybody. Everybody from the, the professional bodybuilders to professional athletes down to senior citizens, young, younger generation who's just getting into the, uh, uh, the mode of wanting to become physically fit, which is something that we're, our country's trying to get more and more in tune with right now. But you got to understand, there's people with disabilities that are outside looking in, and we've, we've kind of thought outside of the box with this, with this product. We got tired of not being able to give everybody the opportunity to stay in shape, and, and like I say, it's completely portable. It's only 14 by 40 inches. It weighs 28 pounds. You can ship it on an airplane, but... But the reason it works so well is because you're kind of putting your gym 
right in a small area. I mean, we've introduced these to the school systems uh, just over a year ago, and it's having a tremendous, tremendous response because it's really taking over their PE programs because it's instructionalization. It's, it's, it's letting people understand how to become physically fit, and it doesn't hurt people. And like I said, I mean, you could be the largest bodybuilder in the world down to somebody who has a disability who's sitting in a wheelchair or, or whatnot. I mean, there's always a way that you can work out with this machine. And uh, like I said, you can take it with you. You don't have to have it's a space saver. You don't have to take it on, you know, you can take it on the road with you. I mean, people who want to go on vacation or sit on the beach or out the side of their pool or in a college dormitory or whatever it may be, this machine can go, and it's having a tremendous effect because it's, 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 it's making fitness go to the next level. All it's right, now hold on motion. one minute. I think we have a caller on the line. Do we have sure. a caller? Carol? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you, Carol? I'm fine, thanks. Good. Thank you for calling in. And, Carol, we have with us Merrill Hodge and his brother Marty Hodge. They're talking about the Target Fit Trainer. That's the name of the piece of equipment that he's talking about. Do you have a question for them? Um, What I wanted to know, um, Mr. Hodge and Marty, was that I have um, muscular dystrophy. So a lot of my activity is done in my wheelchair. And I was wondering if you might be able to explain how the piece of equipment might best fit my needs in terms of getting exercise, because obviously I don't get a lot of exercise um, sitting, you know, in my chair. The, the first hand I can tell you, I'm training a person right now in my, in my hometown who I've known from high school, and uh, she's had, she was diagnosed with MS right around seven or eight years ago. Now, she thought, she kind of thought that, man, that, that, and she was an athlete to begin with, and, and she kind of, as soon as she got notified that she had what she had, the first thing she thought is, oh, gosh, now, you know, how do I stay physically active? And she was going downhill very, very fast because it kind of put a mental depression on her because she was just, she was so used to staying in shape. The minute I introduced her to Target, I mean, it, the overwhelming success it's had with her is tremendous. She has increased and about 20 to 25% strength gains, and she's getting that form back, and she's getting the muscles to activate, you know, versus being suppressed. And, and being in a wheelchair, I mean, there's, there's several ways you can do the target trainer. It's, 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 it's free motion resistance. It's like surgical tubing. It's, it's, it's station grade, which means that it's the highest grade resistance there is on the market. I mean, it can last you for, for forever. So it, the key with your disease is the fact of stress on your joints and tendons, and you're sore a lot of the time. This makes you be active. You can do and simulate everything that you can do in the gym, whether it be sitting down in your wheelchair or standing up on the machine with the lightest amount of resistance. And the more your strength gains come back and the muscle memory comes back with your muscles, it enables you to continue to get stronger. Now, the key to your disease is, and I'm not a physician, so... I don't know the ins and outs. I've researched it a little bit since I've been training her. But, I mean, I'm speaking on her behalf because she's just had a, just an overwhelming response to this product just because of the fact it, it enabled her to do something. It was so user-friendly that she has just went head over heels for it, and she's made leaps and bounds results, and I'm very, very proud of her. Hey, Carol, just, you know, I know that you want to know, can you work on in your wheelchair? And I know Marty was just working with somebody in a wheelchair just the other day where they could, they could kind of um, they can they can strap and work the harnesses in a position where you're in your wheelchair, so you can get probably 12 to 15 types of movements with your upper body alone. Absolutely. On that, and you know, I think what what I you know I know Jill 
Mar- the, the lady Marty's talking about. She went to high school with me, actually. And I think that there's a uh, there's a strong possibility that you know it, it, that this can allow this you know the, you can t- now you can take the, the the attack to those muscles and the disease. It kind of gives you an empowerment that you're attacking the, uh, back at it, strengthening yourself, and you may find yourself you know with this machine being able to use it in your wheelchair and being able to develop some muscle strength back that you may be able to get out of the wheelchair more and more and use it too. Exactly. Oh, that would be great. And it sounds really exciting because um, I also work for an ADA consulting firm. Mm-hmm. And um, in my past years, when I would go to um, evaluate gyms and, and um, sports-type facilities like that, I, and even personally, um, I always wanted to join a gym, and I always felt so defeated that I wasn't able to use any of the equipment that they had there. But what I was wondering is, is now that you're going to be promoting it more and more and more, are, are you going to offer that as a type of universal equipment for um, gyms across the country? Exactly. You know what? We started, we started our product in gyms. Um, uh, matter of fact, my partner and I, and my partner owns the gym, and that's where we started the product. We started in group training classes. So, what I mean by leveling the playing field is a lot of people that come to the gym have different ways of wanting to train. Some want to come to tone. In your instance, you want to come and try to retain some strength, and it's enabled them to put 10 or 20 units inside of an aerobic studio. And any type of level of resistance, any type of, of person who wants to train can join in on these classes because they do the same exercises that everybody else in the class does, but with different levels of resistance. So it's worked out hand-in-hand hand very well. We've got several gyms across the western states that have our product, and it has been overwhelming success for gym retention. They're getting different types of members in their gym, like yourself, who, in other words, go in and they're, they're intimidated. I mean, some people can't afford to go and buy a personal trainer, or some people who are personal trainers don't know how to act around somebody with a disability. They maybe want to say, well, Val, what a liability it is, and that's one thing we wanted to get away from. We wanted to be able to train the whole spectrum. Anybody who wanted to work out, this product will do it. I mean, it's very, very user-friendly, like I said. And in these gyms, it's just having a tremendous, tremendous effect. And we're going worldwide with this thing within the next year, and it's going to be awesome. And I think that's great. And I just want to say one more thing before I, um, I go. I just um, I think that it's really also important that it's going to give that person with a disability the opportunity to experience what it's going to be like to, to work out in a gym. And that's really important, and I really... I want to commend you on your efforts to, to, to design this product and, and promote it in such a way that's going to open up so many opportunities for people. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Carol, thank you for calling. And, and you know, Carol was saying she works for uh, an ADA consulting firm. Meryl, that company she works for, ADA Inc., uh, worked with Kevin McClatchy to make PNC Park the most accessible stadium in the United States. Well, you know, see, that, you know, with this machine, as, as portable as it is, as, you know, you can move it around. You know, when I go on the road, the reason I like it is I just, when I get to my hotel room, I don't have to go look for a gym. I don't have to get changed. I just change. I work out right there in the floor. But, see, people that deal, that work, have, you know, have some disabilities and view their day-to-day activities a little differently, that's the people that we are constantly coming in contact with now that are opening our eyes into different ways to formulate and develop this product so it can be used. You know, you can slide it under your wheelchair. We can attach it to the wheelchair. We can make it, 
you know, conform to what you need so that you can create activity and you can get moving and you can feel like you're working out in the gym just like I'm working out in the gym. That's great. Well, thank you. And thank you, Carol, for calling. <laughs> Hello? I said I have to go out and buy my Speedos now. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Nice. That's the motivation I want to hear. That's it. That Beautiful. is the motivation. And, you know, I just want to say we have received so many emails for this show, and there, it seems this one question, which here's a question from uh, Lee in Pittsburgh saying, and it's exactly what Carol was asking. This question was asked by so many people. Can a person in a wheelchair do most or all of the exercises this machine was designed for? So from what you're saying, the answer is yes, correct? Well, yeah, two, two, there are some limitations. Like I say, that when we developed this product, we did it in ergonomical form. So, I mean, they have to be attached in certain angles in, in order for the exercises to work, in, in all fairness. But still, by them viewing... The, the unit themselves, seeing the manual, there's several things that they can do, and, and, and a person would have to use their discretion. But still, we haven't yet developed something specifically for wheelchair. That is in the making. I mean, but for what it's worth, there's a lot of exercises you can do. But, there, you know, there's limitations. But still, it still will enable them to become active very easily. You know, one thing, Carol, when, when he's mentioning, when he says um, limitations, now, you know, what he means by that is, you know, you can do 121 exercises on this. And count. You know, in a wheelchair, maybe there's only 40. Right. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So I don't want, um, you know, just don't want that to be misled. As, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't mean it quite. I didn't want to misconstrue, but there's still some things they, they will not be able to do, right. which, which is a given. You know what I mean? But you know what? That's how it is anyway. I always right. tell people, here I am, I have epilepsy, and I have a 60% hearing loss. Well, since I have epilepsy, you know, obviously I can't be the air traffic controller, but I can be the CEO of two different companies. Absolutely. You know, and so what I mean is even if you're in a wheelchair, uh, epilepsy, blind, deaf, no matter what it is, of course we have limitations, but this is the first time here's something that enables you to be included. Find a way. Find a way, baby. And that's what it's all about. We'll be right back to talk more to Marty Hodge, who's helping Americans with disabilities through this product, and his wonderful brother, Merrill, that's his choice center, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. In Internet Talk Radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., 
and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. My name is Maxine Thompson, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth? Where and how can I find it? Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific with Mario Verdad, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crimes to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Welcome back to the show, and we're talking to Meryl Hodge and Marty Hodge about this wonderful new product, the Target Fit Trainer for people with disabilities, so they, too, can be included. And I think we have another caller on the line. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Hi. This is uh, Kevin calling from Delaware. Kevin, thank you for calling in. Hello, Kevin. Really enjoying the uh, show, and I want to applaud the um, individuals who put together this exercise machine. I think I have a a more general comment, and that would be uh, I think that it would be a great thing if we could help folks become develop a, a fundamental shift in the way they consider disabilities. There's an old expression that in time, your greatest weakness becomes your greatest strength. Mm-hmm. We are all disabled in some way, shape, or form. And the more we move away from the traditional conception of disabilities, the better off we're going to be. Most of the Support groups like AA and all of the rest have been developed by people who uh, didn't find the help they needed in the traditional medical system or out there, and they did it themselves. Um, so I guess the basic idea is we're all disabled, and when you have a one-door Close, another door opens. Exactly right. Well, you know what, Kevin, I really appreciate you calling in because I want to tell you what you're saying is so much what I believe because every time I speak to a group anywhere in the United States or Canada, 
one of the first things I tell the audience is I said, you know what I call you? I call you the temporarily able-bodied. <laughs> right. Because at any time in your life, you can join this group. This is one group that anyone could join at any time. I'm a good example because you know I'm 51 now, but when I was 31 years old, I did not know I had epilepsy because they misdiagnosed what was wrong with me, and I had an accident one night because I was at a movie theater and I had a seizure and I hit the floor so hard I fractured my skull. I ended up having brain surgery. I was in a coma. And, you know, thank God I had this miraculous recovery. However, that really, you know, changed the way I think. And it, I always tell people, I hope it wouldn't take that for you to realize, as you just mentioned, many of us, many people have some type of disability. Meryl, I'm sure you did, or, or can speak to I'm that. I'm suggesting that everyone does. If we have to use the term disabled, okay, but we're all challenged in some way, shape, or form. It's That's just right. that some are more visible. Exactly. That's right. Oh, yes. That's another thing I hate is that sometimes employers will say to me, we've never hired people with disabilities before. And I'll tell them, oh, yeah, yes, you have. They're right here in your company. They either have bipolar, depression, yeah. MS, epilepsy. Well, what cancer, I think happens. Well, they have poor social skills or the right. lousy bosses. Right. Or they don't want to disclose that. Yeah, what I think on, happens, on, on. obviously, when you hear disability, you, pigeon, you pigeonhole people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, I think that's what we're trying to, you know, correct here, that, you know, in a way, we all have disabilities. You know, we have weaknesses and strengths. That would be a better way to put it, you know. When you look at somebody, you know, do you really have a disability? Yeah, they, had, they, have some, they have a weakness, and we have, you know, their weakness is a wheelchair right now or whatever it may be versus, a stability, you know, a, a disability. Uh, you know, I know what you're saying. That it's I'll an unfair say evaluation. One last thing, and then I'll let you go because this is really a great uh, conversation that you're having. Uh, to all the people out there who are struggling, uh, please keep in mind that in time, what you are considering your weakness can become your greatest strength. I've seen it time and time again in. I work with people. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I have uh, people go out and pull something positive out of a negative, and it's waiting there for all of the suffering people out there listening. You know what, Kevin? Listen, Kevin, great thing. When you hang up, you send an email to jbender at benderconsult.com, because we're going to have a show later this year about people dealing with psychiatric disabilities. So you make sure you send me an email so we can... jbender at bender.com. Benderconsult.com. Oh, benderconsult. And thank you for calling. Thank you. Hey, Marty. Um, yes, Ben. Before I forget, what is the website for this Target the Trainer? You know, our website is www.target, it's T-A-R-G-I-T, fit, Target fit. Com. There's an I in the T, not an E, so it's T-A-R-G-I-T, fit.com, www.targetfit.com. That's okay. F-I-T, F-I-T. F-I-T, no E. Okay, Target and so fit. if they are interested in purchasing this, that's where they go? Absolutely. Okay, and if you get confused about any of this, remember you can all contact me uh, either through voiceamerica.com, disability, jbender.com, 
disabilitymatters at voiceamerica.com or at jbender at benderconsult.com, and I'll make sure that I connect you to this. Here's why it's so important. If you're listening to this show right now and you feel afraid, you feel inferior, you haven't been able to go to a gym, now you don't have to go to a gym. You can do this right from your home. Uh, but on the other, and on the other hand, if you have a disability that limits you, here's, here's another thing. You can use this right from your home or as they're going to do this, eventually it will be at gyms also for you. Absolutely. Um, Meryl, we have, I want to apologize to our listeners. I appreciate these volumes of emails. Sorry we can't ask all these questions, but here's one I did want to ask. Uh, dear Meryl, sports for young people with disabilities is becoming so popular today. What would you say to parents of children with disabilities who are afraid for them to get involved? <laughs> when I was, my first thing was like, you can't be afraid. You know, I mean, you know, I think as a parent, you know, I have a little girl who's 12, a little boy who's 9, so I can surely appreciate how you can be afraid, you know, when you see your kids growing up and doing certain things. But what I often do as a parent is I try to um, educate them and teach them the best I can about whatever it is their endeavors are or where they're going. And then I've got to go back and reflect on my childhood and go, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I made it, you know, and I did certain things and I was able to get by on less education and less information, you know. So if I can inform my child the best I can and I can teach them the best I can and then I have to trust and believe that they'll be okay. And um, I know it's harder, easier said than done, but the first thing I, I've, I've found just as a parent when, when you hear stuff like that is is you, you I don't know how, I, mean, I don't think you ever stop being afraid, but you have to, you have to somewhat manage that better, you know, mm-hmm. and trust your child and trust that, you know, you've taught them and prepared them right and that they'll be okay, you know, through that. You know, and, and be involved in them, and be involved in them, being active, and be there. You know, I've I've missed my, my son hit a walk off home run the other day, and I was gone. Oh. But when I when I first thought of though, I I'm, I was there the day before where he struck out three times, uh. and I was like, I'd rather be there when he strikes out three times, uh-huh. because that's when he needs an arm, you know, a couple arms around him, and say, Hey, listen, it doesn't, you know, because he's like everybody, you should hit the ball all the time. But no, it doesn't happen all the time. If you're a major league hitter and you bat three hundred. You ten, you make ten million a year. <laughs> you know, you have to get get it in perspective. But you know, I was glad I was there because you know, when you hit a home run, you walk off home run. You just, you know, you know, just so excited when they, you know, they're going through a tough time. I like to be there. That's right. Well, Marty, a question for you is: What message do you have for any young person listening to the show with a disability who has been bullied at school? And, and this happens, by the way. Very frequently. Oh, I know. Very frequently. Very frequently, one of our number one problems we have to to combat is how children with disabilities are made fun of or bullied at school and made to feel weak by others. What message do you have for them? Well, I've found, Joyce, that going around the country and and dealing with a lot of these high schools that I've done over the course of the last few years, we do have some pretty good kids in our school system. even without disabilities, that are taking our kids with disabilities and putting them under their arms and, and trying to walk them through. Um, the nice thing I can say to these people is is, uh, is the fact that you're not alone, and the nice thing is that there's kids out there that, that will befriend you. There's teachers there that are concerned with what you need to be doing, and you, you just never take no for an answer. I mean, there's so many ways 
and you can be suppressed. And it's easy to tell somebody with a disability, well, you can't do this, are you right? And disagree with them once in a while. Say, you know what, let me try. Let me at least try it. Let me see exactly what the limitations of my disabilities are. Don't don't suppress me and, and stereotype me because it's been that way for hundreds of years. Let me have an opportunity to try and fail. I mean, the only way that somebody will even know if they can't do it is if they tried. You know, so that's the biggest key I can give to somebody. Don't let society suppress you and stereotype you. Just keep your head up and, you know, the little train, you know, keep on going. And that's what Target has done for their school systems is it's, it's enabled them everybody to do the same thing, and it just levels the playing field. And how about you, Meryl? Do you have a closing message for our listeners out there? Well, you know, George, it's been a, I mean, a tremendous opportunity to be on here, and I think that, you know, if they've listened to this show for the last hour, it's, you know, it's inspiring motivation and the, me- the meaning to, you know, you know, find a way and ask those things. Don't put limitations on yourself and go after things. And don't take no for an answer. Don't take no for an answer. And, you know, Meryl and Marty, first of all, thank you for being with us. It's been a pleasure. I have a quote at the end of every show from a famous civil rights leader or a person helping people with disabilities, and it is today from Merrill Hodge who says, find a way. Find a way. Find a way, baby. This is Joyce Bender. You're listening to Disability Matters on The Voice of voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Thanks, Joyce. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in...